So what motivates people? What drives them to succeed or not? I, I wrote a blog post recently on the motivations of opposing forces, motivations of fear and love. Of course, there's a lot more to it, but that's a good starting point. Uh, other things that motivate people, of course, money, uh, material things, recognition. Uh, studies have shown that recognition in the workplace is a very low-cost, high-return activity. I recognize someone for their achievements, and they are more likely to continue to work hard and produce at even higher levels. And the recognition doesn't even have to be money. Uh, it's not the highest form of recognition. And recognition can be informal, such as fellow workers or bosses sharing positive comments of praise or formal as when a company has an in-house awards ceremony or something like that that recognizes certain people for their workplace contributions. Hey, it's Tim Patterson. This is Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee for, uh, what is it, February 18th already, midway through February, actually past that. Uh, I'm talking about motivation and what motivates me and other people. Motivation is often a material thing. You know, we're motivated by getting something. Uh, and as Seth Godin often says, that comes down to status. We're all driven by status. We want status within our peer group. Dogs want status. <laughs> uh, we want status among our colleagues, among our families and friends and in our community. We're all looking for that. Uh, it may be so subtle that we don't even realize what we're doing to gain that status. But when it comes down to status, we, we chase certain things that we think will give us that status. And often it does. Things that... You know, other people see them, say to themselves, wow, that's quite an achievement. That's an, a symbol of achievement. That's why luxury goods are so popular among certain parts of our society. And frankly, I admit that's why I would love to drive a Tesla. Okay, that's, that's partially why I would like to drive a Tesla. The other reason, which I think is just as valid as a motivation, is that uh, Tesla, to me, what I've read and what I've seen, contains some of the most forward-thinking technology on the planet. Uh, and since it's a battery-operated automobile that uses no petroleum products, it helps the environment. So I like that aspect of it. So I get motivated by that. Uh, at least that's the story that you tell yourself when you own one. And it's a good story. Uh, we all tell ourselves stories. And I think it's mostly a true story. No emissions, great technology, fun to drive. All those things go into my personal attraction to Tesla. I, I first saw Tesla as one of the very first roadsters. It was on display at Pebble Beach. A friend of mine and I go down to the Concord Delegance every August. We've done this for years, just something we do. Um, my buddy Richard and I wondered, what the heck is that car? What's a Tesla? And, and then we found out it was a fully electric vehicle. We go, wow, that's interesting. Let's find out more. So over the years, both of us have followed the company's progress and how they've, how they, how they've come in the past decade, uh, which leads me to this week. I'm on Tesla's mailing list. I'm not sure how I got there. Uh, I'm on it. A couple of weeks ago, they emailed me and said, hey, we'd like to have you come up to a Tesla function to learn more about their latest cars and test drive one for an hour and a half. And I went, ooh, I'm not ready to buy one, but I'm certainly ready to test one. I was not going to turn that down. So I, I test drove a Tesla for the second time. Three years ago at Pebble Beach, they had a Model X that we signed up for a test drive, waited about an hour and, and got to drive it for about five minutes on a 30 mile per hour, if that windy road uh, through 17 mile drive. Um, a little different this time. This time it was a longer drive on city streets and on the freeway where I got to punch it once. Um, I had my Tesla rep record the drive and here is an edited version of that. It looks like I'm surrounded by Teslas, which in fact I am. I'm at the Portland Tesla outlet. There's actually two of them. This is the service center. There's got to be 100 or 200 or 300 there. And I'm going to go drive one. I'm going to go drive the S model 
and uh, have a good time with it. It'll be fun, so stay tuned. Can your voice be on here? Sure. <laughs> um, how do you prefer your steering? Do you like it to be a little tighter, a little looser? Oh, I get a choice on my steering. You do, yes. Dude, wow. Standard. Um, sports mode is going to tighten it up a bit, and then comfort. Let's will start with standard on all this stuff and just see what happens. The you know the whole auto driving thing is this is fun to drive. It's Why a blast. would I want someone else to drive it? Right. <laughs> it's great in like stop and go traffic or those long stretches of highway. But... Um, so this is going to be your drive stock right here. Okay. So all the way up, we'll put it in reverse, and then all the way down, we'll put it into drive. Okay, like that. It's yes, a double sir. Double click sort of thing. Yep. So we're in drive. Uh, which way? So we'll go ahead and head up the top of the hill here and then take a right onto the gap. So I will want to look at an S, or a 3, I guess, because I'm curious. We're driving the S. Yes, sir. This is the S model, uh, which, uh, what, what year is this? That we're this is an 18. This is an 18, okay. Okay, so we're going to the right. We'll take a right, yes, sir. Okay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you take your foot off the accelerator, it just kind of pulls you back. That's the regenerative braking. You got braking. it. All right. Yeah. yeah, and that is nice for a couple reasons. It's going to save a lot of wear and tear on your brake pads right. just because you're not using as much. I used to work right down there, by the way, Intercom oh, nice. Radio. I, I worked at KGON there for a while. So. Excellent. Yeah. Do you listen to KGON? <laughs> I have not, to be honest with you. <laughs> Classic rock. It's old music. Okay, you know? right yeah. on. So uh, I keep hearing about the ludicrous speed. Yes, sir. Tell me about ludicrous. So ludicrous, this is a uh, 100D here, so that only comes in the performance model, um, but it's gonna drop your zero to 60 time in the Model S down to 2.28 seconds. Um, so with that, it is the quickest accelerating production car out there at this point. My question would be, why? <laughs> why would you want that? <laughs> why not? I mean, I guess a couple of times when it would come in handy, but in normal driving, that's gonna be pretty rare. I would guess. So we're we getting on the it's, freeway. We'll go ahead and stay in this lane, and we'll head towards I-5 South. Okay, good. Uh, I-5 South, gotcha. Yep. Okay. So yep, yeah, we'll just okay. loop back around there. Okay. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's not necessary by any means, but it is a lot of fun. I bet it would be a lot of fun. Yes, that's what I hear about when the the newer Roadster came out. Um, I, I saw videos of people that it was like I were on a roller coaster. That's what it kind of felt like mm -hmm. when, when he hit the accelerator. Yes, sir. Know? I want to say gas, but it's not right. Gas. Exactly. It's I still just... catch myself on that. <laughs> it's there's no gas involved here. There's no um, exhaust pipes. Exactly. Yeah. No transmission. No oil and filter changes. No, so you just I just hit a little bit. That picked up very nicely. Yeah, I lived in Portland for 11 years and lived in 11 different places. This would have been the mid-80s to the mid-90s when I was a much younger man. Excellent. Um, it, was a, it was a great place, great city for a, a younger man. It is, Although absolutely. I probably like it now. <laughs> I live in Salem now. Okay. So once we merge over um, that bottom lever there on the left-hand side, go ahead and just pull it towards you two times. Okay. And that little chime comes on and the wheel up there lights up, indicating that the autopilot is on. Okay. So then just loosely hold the wheel there and kind of let the car steer through your hands. Okay. And then you can push up or down on that lever that you used to activate it to uh, accelerate or decelerate. Okay, so up with accelerated. You got it. Okay. Obviously it would sense cars in front of you and decelerate once you get to them. Correct, yeah, that's going to be part of the traffic worker's so control. So what does it sense, the lines? So yeah, you don't mind just uh, loosely holding the wheel there. It's it's going to be uh, eight cameras and then 12 ultrasonic sensors built around the car. So the cameras are going to be reading the paint lines and the sensors are constantly scanning for surrounding objects. So even though my hands are on the wheel and I'm doing a little steering, it's still going to sense the distance between cars and, and that sort of thing, right? You got it. So you took over the I steering over the there. Steering, so, yep, it so it disengaged it. Disengaged it. Got it. So you okay. do still have the traffic where cruise control on, but you're in control of the wheel. Hit the, there you go. 
I hit the hit the accelerator, and we're all of a sudden doing <laughs> ten or fifteen miles an hour faster, just like that. It's quick. It is quick. So I'm just curious, what who do you see as competitors to this in the next five to six to eight years? Um, I just read yesterday about Apple having a car that they've been really? testing. I haven't heard about Apple's, but and they actually had a. a either rendering or a photo, I don't know what it was, but they said they've got 50 or 60 of them that are out there driving wow. um, the autonomous cars. Yeah, so I know. they're driving on their own, Right. Obviously. Yeah, I know uh, California and Arizona are doing a lot of testing with that. It's still, you know, kind of federal regulations and all that, but... Um, and I hear some, some higher-end uh, competitors come along, like, uh, what, the Atta General Motors, uh, maybe BMW, there's some obviously some others that see a, uh, a market there as well. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely kind of where things are headed. We've got a lot of competition up and coming, but I think one of the biggest things that's going to set us apart from all the competition is our charging network. You know, we've uh, had, we've got a bit of a head start on that. And, um, but yeah, honestly, that's kind of our mission statement was to accelerate the uh, rate of you know, the world's transition to sustainable energy. And the fact that uh, Elon Musk has decided to make all those patents for whatever it is, the batteries, uh, yep. Well, basically open source. Exactly. He wants everyone to use it because he wants the world to progress as opposed to monopolizing, monopolizing yep. something. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Yeah. So you said you were in radio for a while. What do you do currently? Uh, currently, my, my job is uh, I run a company called Trade Show Guy Exhibits. I work with exhibitors and, and manage projects for design and fabrication and logistics of uh, booths shipping setup all that sort of stuff um, so i kind of lucked into this industry and it's, it's done really well for me I, it's, I sales and project management it's it's challenging but sure. it's good work and, and i work for myself i like being my own boss yeah i and, bet you know and i figure if i'm ever going to own one of these that's the only way to do it is to make this company do what it should do so. absolutely it was just alerting us that there was a car there oh. <laughs> the, the car's yelling at it us. doesn't like that corner <laughs> yeah, i see okay but boy it's a joy to drive Aren't they? Yeah. They're How do they do in snow? Different. They're amazing in snow. Really? Because um, I go to skiing all the time. Oh, excellent. So, yeah. um, you go up hood? Uh, I go to Hoodoo. Okay. Uh, which is up on excellent. the Sandy M. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of it's due to the weight of the battery. Um, both the S and the X come standard. It's a low center of gravity, obviously. Exactly, yep. Yeah. They come standard all-wheel drive now. So you can go ahead and just pull it straight in there, yes, sir. Very, Very nice. Excellent. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed There's the Model 3. There's the Model X. And the F. As I said at the beginning, uh, a lot motivates me in this business, and the thought that someday I can own a Tesla is part of that motivation. There's a lot of other stuff that motivate me, of course, but that would be fun. Uh, certainly significant. Uh, this week's trade show tip, building a calendar. Every trade show you go to will have a place online that gives you critical dates, you know, when things need to arrive at the warehouse, uh, if you're going to ship them direct to show, all that stuff, when you'll set up and so on. So build a calendar around that. And if you're doing a new exhibit, uh, your exhibit house can work with you to create a calendar of when certain things are needed, such as decisions on design and graphics and production and so on. Uh, an exhibit project takes some time to unfold, and the more time you give yourself up front in the process, the less rushing at the end and the less stress for both you and the exhibit house. <laughs> uh, if you're in charge of an exhibit project, start about six months out and work out all those uh, parameters with all those partners and sources to build that calendar so you know when things are due, when decisions need to be made, when crates need to be shipped. Of course, there's calendars for, for the pre-show marketing, the promotion, if you're mailing out something, if you're, if you're acquiring promotional products to give away, 
create a calendar ahead of time. That way uh, you can make adjustments for next year. You say that calendar worked well or gosh, I need to make some adjustments because, um, you know, we didn't have enough time to do X, whatever it was. Uh, so there you go. Build a calendar every year. If you've got uh, a major trade show coming up, smaller trade shows probably don't need quite the calendar, but you certainly need to build one for that as well. And that wraps it up. Well, uh, this week's one good thing you already know. I got to drive a Tesla. Have yourself a great week. <laughs>